Hey yo, what's going on? Welcome to the Blunt Talk Sports Podcast, where we talk about just about everything in the sports world, mostly basketball though, uh, and some football, all that good, good kind of stuff, and uh, also on Wednesday and Thursdays, uh, the Heel Turn Wrestling Podcast drops on the Blunt Talk Sports Podcast Network. So anyway, uh, today is just me talking about the Western Eastern Conference Finals, um, kind of just what we've seen so far and kind of what I think is going to happen. Um, and then, uh, I got some more listeners calling this week. I got Mr. Alphabama talking about the, uh, the, the draft. And then I have, uh, Mr. Austin Green makes another appearance on the, uh, on the pod this week. And he is talking, uh, Western Conference basketball, I believe. So anyway, uh, stay tuned. It's coming at you right now. Hey, yo, what's going on? Welcome to the Blunt Talk Sports Podcast, where we talk a little bit of everything. Uh, This morning, let's jump into some playoff basketball. Uh, Let's start with the Cavs, because I know a lot of you Braun boys, uh, you've heard of Blog boys, y'all are Braun boys. The Braun boys want to hear about LeBron, um, and with with much anticipation, I I guess I'll talk about him. Um, No, but seriously, LeBron was amazing. Uh, He has been amazing the past two games. But if you know anything about basketball, that was it's not crazy. Like he's there's no one on the Raptors that knows or is capable of stopping LeBron at this point. He's just he's too big, he's too strong, he's too fast. So that's created a lot of issues for the Raptors, and they've just not been able to contend. Um, you know, it says something when the the best athlete on the other team going against you is a undersized rookie. And I want to give that kid credit. He's actually been in some good spots. He just He's not as big as LeBron. He's not as fast as LeBron. Uh, man, what a lose-lose situation. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, but anyway, the Raptors are not the team that's going to stop the Cavs. They just don't have enough firepower. And you can see it, man. When they're at home, the home crowd is like, oh, when are we going to blow this lead? When are we going to give it away? So anyway, LeBron's been amazing. That shot yesterday was incredible. The you got elevated, got up in the air, just a little flip of the wrist and banked it in uh, all while running. That's a really freaking tough shot. Um, so anyway, uh, the Cavs uh, look good against the Raptors. Um, I want to warn a lot of my um, Braun Boy fans. Uh, Austin Green, Alabama are two of the most notorious Braun, Braun sexuals I know. Um, this don't let this uh, success get like trick you into thinking that you're gonna beat either the Warriors or the Rockets. This is not happening. Um, like for example, the teams that you're playing have one All Star, maybe two. Kevin or Kyle Lowry and um, Demar Derozan are the two that you can make an argument for uh, of being. Uh, the two all-stars, but even then, like, DeRozan's really good at what he does, and so is Lowry, but if they were in the West, they would not be all-stars. DeRozan would, but Kyle Lowry wouldn't sniff an all-star spot if he was in the West. So anyway, um, just no other teams are built like the Warriors or the the Rockets, and I just don't, don't, especially with the Cavs' defense, they still don't play any D. Um, That's going to be a real problem when you come face-to-face with the defending champs or with the you know the Rockets who put up 50 in a quarter a couple of weeks ago so anyway just don't let just don't let that 
go to your head. And I'll give you my, this is going to sound really retarded, or stupid. I'm trying not to use the R word anymore. Um, it's just going to make you just think about it. Whenever I try to picture a team and whether or not they could win a championship, can you envision that team on the front of a uh, a T-shirt with all the, you know, when your team wins, they make everybody into a little character? I know it sounds stupid, but whenever I look at a, a roster, I'm like, could I see that team on the front of a, a DVD? You know, are these guys championship material? And if they're not, I often don't think they will be. So anyway, <coughs> um, all right, next up. Let's go to the Philly-Boston um, matchup, which has been a fun one. Uh, I didn't really expect this series to be all that good. Um, I, I honestly thought that the Philly was going to kind of roll just because with Jalen Brown being sh- uh, shaken up a little bit, Marcus Smart being shaken up, no Kyrie, no um, Gordon Hayward. I just, I mean, it's all right there for Philly to take it. And, man, if you're a Philly fan, you got to be bummed. Um, I know Joel is still not playing all the minutes he should be. Uh, his future is super bright. Ben Simmons is kind of working through a playoff funk right now. He's young, so you know it's going to happen. Uh, he'll only this will only make him better for years to come. Um, so there's just little things like that that's going to be interesting to kind of watch and monitor. Um, but man, right now, if there was any question on who's coach of the year, that shit's done. It's Brad Stevens. Let's just take a minute and think about like I just said, no Hayward. Banged up uh, Jalen Brown, banged up Marcus Smart, no Kyrie, no Gordon Hayward, and they're going to possibly sweep uh, and go into the West, the Eastern Conference Finals um, in prime position. So, man, you just got to give credit where it's due, and damn, is it due there? Yes, holy crap. It's just, I don't know what else to say. That That's just so impressive. Like, that's some damn, damn fine coaching right there. Um, I feel like today people don't really appreciate the, the nuances of the game, the coaching uh, at times. And if there's any ever a guy to get you to like coaching, it's Brad Stevens. Um, next time you watch a Celtics game, just watch. Like if they take a timeout, especially if he calls a timeout and uh, they come back from a break, watch the plays that he brings up from uh, out of timeouts. It's almost a... I won't say 100%, but I'd say like 90% of the time, out of timeouts, they score. I know that that's not a huge deal, but it's just one of those things where you get to see the fingerprints of a coach, um, especially in those timely situations like that. So anyway, um, I'm interested to see if Philly can somehow try to make a series of this. Obviously, they have to win next game or it's, you know, they're going to be in some trouble. So anyway, uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to see kind of how all this, you know, keeps going. Uh, how it's going to turn out. Um, like I said, Philly is uh, super talented. They have the more talented team, but I just find it interesting that um, the Boston, despite all the the reasons and all the you know um, antidotes of why they shouldn't be where they are, and they just keep winning, man. They they don't let they really don't let anything slow them down all that much. Um, and can you imagine this team next year? Uh, Jason Tatum back with a year of experience. I believe they have a pretty high draft pick this year. I forget who's they had. Is it the Nets? No. Anyway, they they have a decent uh, draft pick. So just add more youth. Um, or like, there's been some rumors. What if they get Kawhi to this team? Like, holy crap. So anyway, um, I personally would love to see Philly make a series of this, but I think Brad Stevens and the home crowd is going to be too much. And I would assume Boston puts away Philly tonight. 
Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But, yeah, that should be a good game tomorrow. Let's just have a good – if it's going to be into tonight, I want Philly to put their Dukes up and at least make a, a fight out of it tonight. Um, let's see a good game to close out the series. But, anyway, all right, so moving on, um, the Rockets, um, they've really just – I mean, let's just be honest, they're really good. They're a really good basketball team. Um, they do have glaring weaknesses at times, but their strengths are just that, their strengths. And not many teams um, can combat, you know, shooting 40 game, 43s a game and sometimes making 40% of them. Like, that's absurd. It's just a hard thing to get your team ready to, um, you know, fight against. It's just not something that uh, coaches regularly plan for is running teams off the uh, three-point line like that all night, and that's what you have to do if you want any kind of a chance against these guys. They're just they're that good. Um, and I'm the guy that has constantly said, you know, like, it's a gimmick, it's a gimmick, but, you know, you make it to the Western Conference Finals and you potentially could beat the Warriors, then I guess I, at that point i got to stop calling it a gimmick and it's become, a, you know, a way to win. I'm still skeptical. I don't see them beating the Warriors, but hey, that's why we watch. That's why they play the game. Is you just never know what's going to happen. So uh, I'm interested to see if that is um, if this series is really over. Um, because I will say it has been damn fun to watch Quinn Snyder coach and uh, watch Donovan Mitchell ball out. That dude, um, D Wade's mini me, <laughs> he has a bright future. So I'm really excited to see where that goes. Um, the series is 3-1. I kind of think Houston's going to wrap it up this next game. Um, if you're a Houston fan, damn, you sure hope so. You don't want any reason to give those Jazz fans hope. Because, um, like I said, that home crowd is a scary one. And then, uh, finally, let's go to the Warriors. Um, this game, I mean, this series is over. Um, even they, The, the uh, Pelicans grabbed their one game. Uh, the other night, which was cool. That's a that's a respect thing. That's a, a franchise that doesn't want to be punked. I can respect that, but there's just too much firepower. You know, KD, Steph, Draymond, Draymond, and Clay, and then you throw in all the multitude of great um, role players and bench guys they got with Javale, Swaggy P, Ian Clark, uh, Andre Iguodala, all you know, Sean Livingston. All those guys um, are battle tested. They've been championships. They know what it takes to win this time of year. So it's going to be hard for them to be stopped. Um, so, yeah, uh, I really see next uh, – I'm assuming next game is going to be it. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if this um, – by Wednesday or by Tuesday, uh, both the Rockets and the um, uh, Warriors are ready, rested, and getting ready for the Western Conference Finals. Um, I kind of think the Raptors actually will grab one game uh, in Cleveland, but – if Cleveland comes out shooting strong, man, you better put that shit away because it's going to look bad quick. But um, so, yeah, so those are kind of my thoughts. Um, like I said, Brad Stevens absolutely deserves uh, coach of the year now. It's not even a question. I'd say close number two is either Quinn Snyder, who lost his best player and took his team to, to the um, second round with a rookie. <laughs> leading them their their future is bright get one player in utah one big guy imagine if they somehow could get boogie cousins or something you know ooh, that would be scary boogie and uh rudy gobert down low guarding the rim oh my god but anyway um so that's my pick for that rookie of the year it's still been uh simmons to me he's going to be a top 20 player here in two three years maybe even next year depending on what he does with his jump shot this summer 
Uh, most improved player, it's Victor Oladipo. Took his team to the playoffs and just barely edges out um, Nikolai Jokic to me. Um, so, yeah, th- that's just kind of my look at what's going on right now. Um, I'm going to throw it to Alpha Bama. He's going to have his take on the draft. And I'm going to throw it to my man, Austin Green, who's going to give us his take on the Western Conference Finals, I believe. Maybe he touches on East as well. I haven't listened to it yet. But, uh, and then I'll give you my reaction after it. So that they're coming up right now. Hey, it's Austin calling in again. I wanted to say a couple things about the Eastern Conference playoffs so far. Um, this Boston team is playing way above their talent level. It's really crazy to watch good team ball. They remind me of like a Spurs team. The way that they move the ball around, the way that they set up their plays. Doing really good. They're dominating this young 76ers team. And it's hilarious because you can see like, you know, that Ben Simmons disappearing act last night. Ha! That's what you get with young ass players like that. Um, the Raptors dropping two at home to LeBron is not as much of a slight at the Raptors as it is like, holy shit, LeBron, how are you playing this well? Holy shit. Um, the rest of his team's playing defense. Kevin Love came out to score last night. George Hill is shooting the three better. Um, if they make it past these Raptors, which they're gonna, nobody in the East can stop the Cavs. Uh, it's going, they're going to the finals again. Austin here to talk about the NFL draft picks that will have the most immediate impact on their teams. Number one, Quentin Nelson. That O-line is going to look completely new. The run game, better. More time for Andrew Luck to throw the ball. Everybody watch out for that Colts offense this year. Um, Second, this is going to be the obvious pick, Saquon Barkley. Missing piece for the Giants. Dude can take a dump off or a screen pass and take it the whole length of the field. Giants, that was their missing piece, man. And uh, lastly, this one's going to seem like it was an easy pick for me, but honestly and truthfully, it's going to be Bradley Chubb for the Denver Broncos. Uh, Pairing him with Vaughn Miller, not to mention Shaq Barrett and Shane Ray, these NASCAR packages are going to be insane. Nobody's going to be able to stop our pass rush. And it it honestly looks like our team is following the blueprint of our Super Bowl year. If we can get the play out of Case Keenum that we need, bam, Bradley Chubb was the most impactful player. Hell yeah. All right, Austin again. Wanted to talk about the Western Conference playoffs. Um, there's one thing I'm disappointed about this so far, man. It's been the way the Pelicans played against the Warriors these last two games. Like, damn, if any team had the blueprint to come in here and tear up these Warriors, I feel like the Pelicans, especially Anthony Davis, they they could have done it, but they're they're not playing up to their uh, potential. And boo, bummer. That sucks. Um, Fucking the Jazz, wow, good for them. Good for uh, Donovan Mitchell, kids nuts. Um, holy shit, you know, I could see them actually taking this series to seven games against the Rockets. Uh, we'll see if that happens, but it could. And uh, lastly, though, when the Rockets do get past these Jazz, I just don't think that they are built to beat the Warriors. I just don't think they have it. James Harden's going to pull the perennial choker move. Bam. Another championship for the Warriors. What's up? It's your boy Alpha Bam, a.k.a. Jake Kirk, man. Good morning. I'm going to go ahead and get right into my takes. Uh, first things first, the draft is tonight. Um, Browns got the first pick. Uh, I believe the Giants or the Jets have second and third, respectively. Switch them around, and my Broncos got the fifth. People are talking about a lot of quarterback and things. Personally, I think that the Broncos will probably take uh, one of the quarterbacks. I'm guessing Baker Mayfield. 
or they're going to go with uh, Minka Fitzpatrick on defense. That's just my take. Uh, Fitzpatrick out of Alabama, uh, the captain of the defensive side, uh, is a monster, monster. Couldn't think of nobody else better on the team outside of Baker Mayfield. Um, we'll see what's up, though, man. I'm looking forward to it tonight. Um, should be a good draft. It's a good draft class coming in. A lot of strong athletes, but we'll see. Let's check it out tonight. All right, y'all, that was Austin and Alphabama with their takes this week. I, I appreciate y'all always calling in. Uh, Alphabama been doing it for a couple weeks now, or actually a couple months now. And uh, Austin now, about a month strong, calling in, giving me his hot takes. But uh, just touching on some of the things you guys talked about, uh, man, I totally agree. I'm kind of bummed that the the Pelicans don't didn't show up more, but at the same time, like their second-best player is Drew Holiday who before the playoffs started, nobody would have been like, yeah, he's really, really good. Um, but I think you're right, man. They do have the uh, the blueprint. Imagine if they had Boogie. Woo! This this series would have been something else. That, And I guess that's the question for Pelicans fans now. Do you re-up with Boogie next year? Like, do they come back with AD and Boogie and just, like, be the, the antithesis of what the, the league is now where everybody else is shooting threes and the Pelicans are just pounding the rock? Because personally, I think that can work. Um, now there's some that people are saying like, man, but if you traded Boogie and just get one more piece around Anthony Davis, then they're a real problem. Like imagine if the, uh, Pelicans had, uh, CJ McCollum or, um, Dame Lillard, like ship off Boogie and get in a big piece around AD, um, either a ball control guy or a, a perimeter threat, like a Clay Thompson or something. Whoo. Them Pelicans are going to be no no joke, but I think we're at the point now where uh, Anthony Davis has made himself a, a viable, like, um, as free agents, guys need to be like, oh, shit, we need to go play with Anthony Davis. Like, I, I don't know why you wouldn't after watching this um, this run that they've had together. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I liked your thoughts on that. Um, I, I kind of agree with you about the Rockets, Austin, that you were saying. They're just not built to beat the four All-Stars. Uh, even with their crazy gimmick, of just shooting every three every time they get the damn ball, I still don't think it's going to work. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's why we watch, obviously. So I'm interested to see how that goes. Um, what else did you talk about? Uh, the draft, hey, man, you you hit a lot of the, the things in the draft. Uh, I'm interested to see, how, like you were saying, uh, Nielsen, uh, how he kind of fixes that line because, good Lord, does Andrew Luck need some help. Um, and I, damn, that Brad, the Bradley Chubb uh, pick is a good look for y'all. Uh, I'm a Broncos hater for the most part just because you guys are some of the most annoying fans, um, at least to me. <laughs> Being a Cowboys fan in Denver is terrible. I, I do not recommend it to anybody. Um, but, hey, to each their own. Like Dallas fans, we would never boo Peyton Manning, but, hey, the Broncos fans had different different uh, view on the whole subject. <laughs> I'm never letting y'all live that down. Y'all booed Peyton Manning. Nah, but um, I and the Justin Kirk uh, – he was off on his picks a little bit, but again, he he's, he's up in here every week, so he gets a pass. It, I, I'm a, I'm gonna let him live with that. Um, and then, uh, like I think you're right, Austin. Like you were saying, I don't know how the Cavs don't make the finals at this point. The only my only holdout is Jalen Brown um, and the way that they can defend LeBron with the Celtics. Um, and Brad Stevens is a damn good coach. I'm interested to see what he does to make things tough on the Cavs, if he can at all. Because at this point, I'm kind of skeptical with the way LeBron's been playing. Um, he drank some of that damn Michael Jordan's uh, 
magic stuff juice from the damn Space Jam. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, I appreciate y'all calling in. Always love to hear y'all's takes. Uh, if you're listening to this and haven't heard it yet, man, download the Anchor app. Go to the Blunt Talks uh, Sports Podcast page, and you'll see there's a button uh, It says message. Leave me a message. Um, they're usually about a minute long. And if you want to do multiple uh, takes like Austin did, he hit me with three this week. Uh, Alpha Bama sometimes will hit me with like 20 takes. He had one week where he literally hit me with like seven LeBron James takes in a row, uh, which infuriated me. He, he knows what he's doing. And, of course, uh, in his um, in Alpha Bama's uh, breakdown of the draft, he wanted them to take a, a Bama guy. Of course. Shocking. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thanks y'all for listening to the Blunt Talk Sports Podcast. Uh, I will be back later this week with uh, maybe some more basketball talk, but for sure some more um, heel turn podcasts, breaking down the backlash uh, pay-per-view that was yesterday, and then uh, I'm going to watch Raw and uh, SmackDown this week, and we'll get back at y'all. But thanks for listening. Uh, As usual, I appreciate y'all. Like and share is always appreciated. Until next time, I'm out.